Yes, we made it. Moaning. Connect the dots. Welcome. We've finally made it to the topmost topmost part of the hour here at KRWF 95.9. LPFM, Moorhead, Fargo, RadioFreeFargo.org, streaming wherever you are in a stinking world. It's a gloomy day here in Fargo, Moorhead. I'm sure it's sunny or somewhere else. But here, it's a little bit, as they say in the South, it's cold. It's cold out. But anyway, welcome. Thanks for checking us out. I'm Wilson, Canada Talk and D with Wilson every Thursday at 4. Right before me is preceded by Side Stage with Trav. 1 to 3, he gives you rock, he gives you what's happening, and he gives you just a good old stinking show. I, on the other hand, might fumble, might bumble, but my message is cannabis legalization and the positive benefits of cannabis. And I highlight that at 420 specifically, where we open a big fat bag of cannabis news. This Thursday is no different. Right after me is uh, Stinky Arts Music Mart. He whips out the vinyl. You got Radio Madness, Locals on the 8, and then Blackwing Black Wing Ritual whaps up your Thursday here at KRWF 95.9 LPFM. Again, welcome to my show. We're going to talk about cannabis in a positive light. It's 420 degrees here in the studio. I hope you all are dressed appropriately like I am. The New Life Center helps people who are homeless and hurting go from merely surviving to truly thriving. Their aim is to help people in need discover value and find hope. The New Life Center has evolved into a multifaceted emergency and crisis service center. To learn more about NLC, visit their website at www.fargonlc.org or give them a call at 701-235-4453. This show that discusses cannabis in a positive light is brought to you by Black Cottage Alchemy. Black Cottage Alchemy on Facebook, blackcottagealchemy.com. Black Cottage Alchemy also has products at Tochi Products and Odds to Ends in West Fargo. The body butter is the business. Everybody should have some of it in their medicine cabinet or in their glove box or, you know, in their pocket if that's how, if that's how they're getting down. And then when you're in Tochi Products, sign the ND for Freedom of Cannabis Act petition. Uh, it's the only uh, petition being circulated currently in North Dakota. It's a constitutional amendment that would uh, force the uh, legislators to do the right thing, which, as we've seen in the past, they ain't doing the right thing. And they're going to have to be forced, just like, uh, you know, the governor in South Dakota is going to have to be forced. And we'll talk about that also at 420. We open a big fat bag of cannabis news. Now we're just pushing through the red tape again. Black Cottage Alchemy is sponsoring this show. Shout out Black Cottage Alchemy. Get over to Toji Products. Pick up some of the stuff that uh, they carry. Colloidal silver, the body butter, which has got alpine hemp. It's got comfrey. It's got, trust me, I don't have the bottle to read everything off, but there's nothing that you wouldn't understand. Everything is real. There isn't any fillers. It's just nothing but good stuff to rub on your body or your dog's body. Or your buddy's body. Whoever's body you want to be rubbing it on, Black Cottage Alchemy has got stuff to rub the body. Also, Radio Free Fargo presents Songwriters Showcase. Radio Free Fargo, 5 bucks, 21 plus, October 23rd, 8 p.m. A night of local songwriters featuring Duly Noted, Darren Wentz, Divine Offering, Travis Neros, Todd Cison, and the name I like saying the most, Earthworm Tim, and finally, Gina Powers. If you ain't got nothing to do, October 23rd at 8 p.m., check out the aquarium and support local radio and support local music. Man, we're crushing it. And like I say every stinking week, I, week, I believe cannabis was made by our creator, God himself, and I worship and show him my respect at Antioch Church every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Join me if you're feeling froggy. Put on your resin-strapped seatbelt 
and we're going to get this uh, show on the road. I also want to mention Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act petition is also in Orange Records. And I heard some mumbly mumbly about maybe legalizing Indy also maybe conjuring up some sort of uh, petition uh, initiative. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. However, you guys will probably find out before me, but that's neither here nor there. We've uh, got ourselves to the first musical break. St. Paul and the Broken Bones, The Last Dance. This is brand new. This is off the Alien Count, Radio Free Fargo, 95.9. Last Dance, St. Paul and the Broken Bones. How you like that stuff? 2021 here on KRWF, 95.9. Thank you for checking us out. Again, right before me was side stage every Thursday, 1 to 3. Then you got Canada Talking D with Wilson. I'm Wilson. We're going to talk about cannabis, and we're going to talk about it all hour intermittently. But uh, condensing at 420, we're going to open a big fat bag of cannabis news. And this Thursday's no different. Again, thank you for joining me. RadioFreeFargo.org. Canada Talk ND on the uh, YouTubes, usually Sunday around noon 30, minus the music. I'll post on Instagram to let you know for sure. Again, Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act petitions, the only uh, petition being circulated right now. You can go to Orange Records. You can go to Tochi Products. There's other places where you, in fact, can sign up. You can go to ndcannabiscaucus.com, and they will uh, take care of you there. Again, it's a gloomy, gloomy day here in Fargo. Uh, in fact, it's kind of a, an abrasive shock compared to uh, what we've been used to, but uh, it is October, and uh, I think we need to keep our heads up because... Uh, you know, only wimps get scared of a widow cold. And I do want to mention this, that yesterday my daughter, who's a teacher in Dickinson, stated that it was snowing in Dickinson, which uh, if you know anything about the North about North Dakota, it's in our state. So it's not in Kentucky. It's in the state you live in had snow yesterday. Just in case you were having a good day and uh, you wanted it ruined a little bit, bam, it was snowing in North Dakota. Deal with it, player. But anyway, kind of talking to you with Wilson. We're going to get started at 420, of course. Uh, I just wanted to, uh, again, mention that uh, there's word of maybe the uh, second group blowing out a uh, petition here in the uh, coming months, I guess. So uh, we'll keep you uh, posted on that. And uh, I was going to mention my twin sister, who actually her name, my twin sister's name is Jilson. And Jilson, she's a longtime cannabis user. Uh, in fact, probably, you know, probably 30, you know, 20-some years. I'll have to ask her to be sure. But uh, always used it for particular ailments, you know, like inflammation when teeth work is being done and, and that sort of thing. And for, uh, you know, other things, anxieties and just general maladies. However, Jilson, my twin sister, had a dentist appointment on Monday, had a big tooth removed which I might add uh, went really smooth, according to her. And uh, she decided that to, to maximize the, the health benefits, you know, to uh, reduce inflammation. And uh, Jelson has had teeth work done before, had a lot of teeth pulled, utilized cannabis for its, you know, anti-inflammatory possibilities and properties. Worked great. Jelson wanted to do that again this time. So decided to stop, decided to take a tolerance break. We're here to change the law, not break the law. And I tell Jilson that every day, but she don't listen to me. So anyhow, she stopped. 
seven days prior to the dentist office, dentist appointment on Monday. Now, Jilson has been addicted to all kinds of stuff. And Jilson has went seven days on all kinds of stuff. You name it, cigarettes, porn, sugar, crack, whatever. And by day two, sometimes even day one, that addiction was punching you in the back of the head going, yo, guess what you forgot to do? But guess what? Jilson claimed with utmost assurance, and I believe her because she's my twin sister, that there was zero withdrawals, zero any sort of uh, physical, uh, you know, none of the stuff people talk about, which is yet to be proven, you know, the restless leg, you know, some people really think it gets them. And I'm not saying that it don't. But I do know that my twin sister, who shares my genetics, and I've watched her, I know she's, you know, consumed for many years. Should have had some major withdrawals in seven days. Zero. So just keep that in mind. We're going to jump back into the music. We're going to queue up 420. Here we go. Here's new Apache Man, Strictly Vibes, Radio Free Fargo. If you guests got to serve somebody by Booker T and the MGs, you would be right. Right before that, brand new Apache Man, Strictly Vibes, here on KRFF 95.9 Radio Free Fargo, RadioFreeFargo.org. You can stream this stuff right now. It's about 4.20. We're going to get into this show. Can I talk ND with Wilson every Thursday, 4 o'clock I get in here, 4.20, open a big fat bag of cannabis news, and I'm unzipping it as we speak. However, this hour of music on KRFF 95.9 LPFM has been underwritten by the 11th Annual Fargo Record Fair. The Fargo Record Fair will take place on Saturday, October 23rd from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., at the Fargo Brewing Company, located at 610 North University Drive in Fargo. This year, over 45 tables with vinyl records, CDs, 8-tracks, cassettes, posters, T-shirts, music memorabilia, and much more. Also, KRFF 95.9 DJs will be up in there spinning that stuff, so check them out as well. Search Fargo Record Fair on Facebook for further details. And without further ado, let me cue up that music you know's coming, and we're going to get this show on the road. Again, you're listening to Radio Free Fargo 95.9. Canatalk ND with Wilson. Yo, it's Wilson from Canatalk ND. You know, the super awesome show you're getting ready to listen to. I think you should go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'll wait. Okay, enjoy the show. We're going to go and just like, just do like that. Hello, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to... And a talk ND with Wilson, where we're going to talk about cannabis in a positive light, cannabis legalization, general stuff, you know, fun things promoting cannabis and its benefits. Because again, I believe my twin sister, Jelson, when she says, after all those years, there was zero withdrawals. And now and again, not everybody is that way. But I believe a plant shouldn't have withdrawals. You know, something that grows out of the ground. You don't get withdrawals from apples, however the sugar may be. So why is it, why would it be any different? That's something that grows out of the ground with obvious medicinal benefits and zero kind of like, you know, setbacks when you stop. I mean, caffeine, you get headaches. My dad, he'll go on five-day fast. He'll complain about not drinking coffee the most. You know, sugar, trust me, that's a beast. I mean, I ain't done a drop of sugar and, well, I what am I doing? Going into my fourth week next week. And it was a bear. Trust me, it was horrible. So, again, shout out to Jilson for taking one for the team. Uh, 
Case study 101513420. After 28 plus years of almost daily use, she uh, confided in her twin brother, Wilson, that uh, zero, zero pulling on her brain. You know, maybe she got a little bored, but certainly nothing like Kratom, which I had to deal with, which I want to say that I've forgotten that I used to take Kratom so much. So that's a big win. Can of Talk and D with Wilson every Thursday. We're going to talk about cannabis right now. Well, we're kind of talking about it, but I'm going to give you a more specific news thing. I do want to share this, though. I got all up into my head about, you know, Facebook lending itself to my addictive personalities. So I deleted Facebook. I deleted my Facebook account on Sunday night. I woke up Monday morning. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. I, I, I like ghost checked my Facebook probably 60 to 80 times on Monday just going because that's what I did. And I realized how much it had a grip on me, but it was also how I kind of garnered a lot of my information to share with you guys on cannabis and the benefits and the progress and legalization in other states. So, you know, today I'm not saying it's going to be just me just milking, but uh, I do have some stuff to talk about and we will. Um, Just let me mention Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act is the petition being circulated currently. South Dakota activists, for according to Cannabis Moment here, launch a cannabis legalization signature drive to get on 2022 ballot. I mentioned that last week. Nebraska is also pushing. Um, again, the other group in North Dakota, legalized indeed. Apparently, seems like they're going to be getting something uh, meckered up, so I'll keep you posted on that. I just wanted to uh, tell you guys, though, that uh, the advocates have been considering a slew of reform measures, but uh, there is something kind of significant um, the November 8 deadline, 2022 ballot qualification is quickly approaching for South Dakota. They have less than a month to collect the signatures, but our supporters are very energized. And if you are in South Dakota and you need to sign SouthDakota2022.com backslash sign, um, you can sign the petition using our online form. Well, that's crazy. Let me read this. South Dakota for better cannabis laws. In the coming days, we'll be announcing a list of legalization signing locations across South Dakota where you can go and sign the petition. We'll have an easy-to-use Google map, and uh, you can join our campaign as a volunteer, which if you're in South Dakota, do that, and our pledge to sign the petition using our online form. Well, that's neat. Uh, Matthew Schweck, campaign director for SDBML says in a press release that they still remain hopeful that Amendment A, the 2020 legalization measure, will be restored by the Supreme Court. But uh, the November 8 deadline is quickly approaching, and so they're going to uh, do their best. So again, if there's anything you can do in South Dakota to help them out, I would hope that you would do so. Now, let's see here. Mississippi Gummer, Cannabis Moment. He says... He's stalling cannabis in Mississippi, which Mississippi is deep in the Bible Belt. You can expect it. However, you know, as a Christian, I don't know. And apparently Republicans are Christian. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not in a political party. I'm just trying to uh, keep one foot in front of the other. Feel me? So anyway, this guy, Governor Tate Reeves, he is holding up special session to consider a program with last minute unreasonable demands. Now, here's what he thinks. He thinks that. 0.7 grams of a dosage unit of cannabis flower, the amount by which Reeves wants it lowered. So I don't know. So so basically they've reached an impasse with him on the amount of smokable cannabis patients could have. So, I mean, is that not even a gram? I mean, I don't get it. I mean, 
does he want it to be that? But anyway, the proposed legislation defines a medical dosage unit of cannabis as 3.5 grams or about an eighth of an ounce uh, as an industry standard. Uh, but apparently uh, they would have allowed up to five ounces a month. Yancey said lawmakers felt that was too much. Uh, they've, uh, But I don't get what this 0.7 whatever is. Oh, oh, I do. I do. I got it. I just read a little bit. You know what I mean? You read a little bit, you learn a little something. So... State Health Officer Dr. Tommy Dobbs wants the dosage unit reduced to 2.8 grams, which is crazy. Is that, I mean, does that even happen in any other states? What, they think like 0.7, you bring it from 3.5 down to 2.8, and what, you're going to save the world? What, you're going to reduce cars driving into stuff? What in the world do you think that you're going to stop by 0.7? I mean, so, again, it's a joke. Everybody knows it's a joke, and... I believe when these politicians protest too much, it has nothing to do with your safety, your health. I mean, these guys these guys have been doing under-the-table uh, lobbying for booze and tobacco and pharmaceuticals and for all kinds of other things for way too long for me to believe that they care. They, it's not about caring. It's about their bottom line. So I believe that there's a reason for this. And it's got nothing to do with any study. You show me a study that says if you shave 0.7 off of a 3.5, that you're going to do right by people. If there's a way to do wrong with cannabis. And there isn't. There isn't. It's a plant. It needs, and it was demonized. And so now you've got to stop demonizing it. But that's kind of interesting to me. He said that Dobbs has said that nationally the content of THC in cannabis has increased by 23%. So a patient should be allowed, should be reduced by a similar amount. I, I just, I don't, uh, I don't get it. But anyway, shout out to Mississippi as they try to get this thing done. And then we're going to talk about this. Uh, WENY News Cannabis Loophole allows new Elmira business to gift weed, which is cannabis, to customers. A new business generating some interest and some smoke. They sell stickers, but as a gift, you get the green. It's a national trend that has made its way to Elmira. Under New York state law, gifting cannabis is 100% legal. That's because B-Mill's business on 1128 Lake Street is not selling cannabis. It's a sticker store, y'all. Like like if you get a 3.5 sticker, then you get a 3.5 and a gift, which is a gift of an eighth of cannabis. He says he just opened his doors last week and business is booming. Of course, people love stickers. B-Mill's, this is not Miller's first or second shop, it's his third. It's growing so fast that he cannot be denied to be one of the fastest growing industries. And we're at the lead of it here in New York. But again, it's a dying market, but he can probably just transition into a dispenso. Miller says his business is simply a gift business. He gives cannabis as a thank you for shopping at a store. Rec cannabis is legal and you can buy from a dispensary, but that program has not been set up yet. So what we do here is we have a selection of stickers and our product, products and such. And then we gift THC products and thanks for visiting. Stickers for Sativa and the starting sticker price for a sticker ranges from 10 to 2.20. They have a 3.5 sticker, 7.0 sticker, 14.0 sticker, and 28.0 sticker. But the funny thing is, is they're all the same sticker. Ba-bum. You're welcome. That's the only joke I've told here on Canada Talk ND with Wilson every Thursday on Radio Free Fargo, KRWF 95.9. Thanks for tuning in. Again, I deleted all my Facebook and stinking media. So, uh, you know, I'm giving you what I can and I'll have it corrected by next week to give you that fresh and upfront stuff. And I'm not saying this isn't the case. I'm just uh, kind of just still sharing with you guys how uh, 
I just impulse deleted my Facebook page. But anyway, cannabis is what we're talking about here. Nebraska is also pushing. They're pushing hard. I think they've got a deadline too. And again, just shout out that Senator Anna Wishart. I wish we had a senator in North Dakota pushing. Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act, 21 plus to possess, 12 plants to grow, 6 mature, 6 immature, licensed business, smoking where smoking's available. IndyCannabisCaucus.com, you can Google that. Find out where you can go and sign. January is when when they wrap that thing up. Here's Canajam. Let's talk about this, shall we? Saturday's Canajam to be Southeast Michigan's first licensed cannabis use event. Southeast Michigan appears to be getting its first licensed cannabis consumption event this Saturday. So if you got a couple tanks of gas, maybe you want to head to Michigan. It's secured a cannabis event licensed from the state, which you got to get three months in advance. Will crop up in Riverside Park in Ypsilanti, noon to 10 p.m. And notice like 10 p.m. is kind of early, but when you're a cannabis enthusiast and there's no alcohol permitted, everybody ready to go home at 10 p.m. and get it, put, in, put on their jammies and go to night-night. Attendees will be able to buy and use cannabis products while they peruse the music and food. The music headliners, Pink Floyd Tribute Band and Laser Show, Echoes of Pink Floyd, which would be sick. Comedian Mike Young is also scheduled to perform. Basic entry fees, $30. Base grower Real Leaf Solutions is sponsoring the event. Uh, he expects Canada Jam to cost upwards of 50 to 60 Gs to put on. Canada Jam is the state's fourth whatever. Uh, the, the city of Ypsilanti has been a leader in the progress of normalizing cannabis, including offering the state's first local dispensary license to Third Coast. We can't thank them enough for their leadership, once again, by allowing us to host one of Michigan's first licensed cannabis events in the heart of the city. Shout out Ypsilanti. Not many cities have opted to allow cannabis events to set up in their borders. So it's though it's through these events that and only through these events we're going to begin to destigmatize cannabis use in social settings. But again, let's talk about this cannabis moment also. Nevada sold more than a billion dollars in cannabis in one year, officials report. Nevada retailers sold more than $1 billion in medical and rec over a one-year period. So they joined the club. They joined the Illinois club, and they joined the Massachusetts club. So now we've got three states. So we're talking $3 billion in three different states that if was sold in crack or meth. And I say fentanyl, but there probably is maybe that much on the black market being sold. But we're not even talking about the black market in these states. I mean... I mean, if I were to speculate, I'd say a few more billion. So let's just say for fun, $9 billion of cannabis being sold in Nevada, Illinois, and Massachusetts, and no articles about any side effects. No articles about gangsters throwing, you know what I mean? Where is the destruction to follow? I mean, you're going to try to tell me as a politician that we have to wait a few years to see what the devastation will be? That's bull. You should be seeing it right now. You don't sell whatever I said, $9 billion of cannabis via black market or regular market in three states and not have any data to show that that was a bad mistake. Now, as we get further into this, I mean, the amount of money that they kicked down for education is insane. So education, Governor Sisolak says, education remains one of my top priorities and I'm proud to see Promise tax revenue from cannabis sales directly funding our students in classrooms. So let me get a number. But education, uh, let's see here. 
and they pardoned more than 15,000 people. Uh, the, the action was made possible under the resolution the governor introduced, which I might add, Nevada, when I drove in in 2000 to get married, and I may or may not have had an ounce of cannabis because you're getting married, and I seen the sign that said, a joint is a felony in life in prison. I gave it to my soon-to-be wife. Just kidding. I'm a real man. I buried it by a cactus. Just kidding. I put it in the trunk. No, I didn't do anything. In fact, I think I had my wife to be roll one and we giggled into Las Vegas. But those were, you know, those were different times. But isn't it interesting, though, that Nevada has now sold more than a billion in cannabis when, in fact, you could get life in Vegas for a doob. Right. I mean, that just kind of blows your mind. And again, if it was validated, if a joint was validated for for life in prison, why would we legalize billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars of it? It doesn't equate. It doesn't equate. It was political. People got to get over it, and we got to open. We got to open open shop, because again, I mean, if it was bad, there'd be withdrawals, like notable withdrawals. And again, I can have my sister, my twin sister, Jillson in here next week and she'll tell you she forgot that she'd even quit. You know, now, again, if you've never done it at all or you've done it, like, say, a few times in high school and then you took a big fat rip off a bong. Yeah, you probably say what you probably be what the kids would say faded. But. Faded's relative, you know, because medicinally. You would just use it more. Your body would get used to it. It's your body just going, whoa, I didn't know what this was, you know? It's just basically like you kind of flood the receptors and the receptors are go, wee. But again, it's, it's amazing stuff. We need to get it legalized. So let me see if we can find some out-of-state numbers here. Uh, but anyway, the bulk of the cannabis purchases was from Vegas, 791000 but there was over uh, 200 and some thousand in other uh, states. So uh, meanwhile, states across the U.S. have been touting cannabis sales and the resulting tax revenue as markets continue to mature. Again, Illinois sold nearly a billion. Maine is exceeding 10 million. Arizona brought in about 21 million in tax revenue. Now we're talking about revenue here, y'all. You know, revenue. California collected almost a billion in uh, tax revenue. A recent scientific analysis in Alaska, Colorado, Oregon, and Washington State found that cannabis purchases have increased more during COVID. In July alone, at least three states saw record-breaking sales. Michigan cannabis sales broke another record in July with, uh, I mean, these guys, were they're just killing it. All right. Throughout the pandemic, many states allowed cannabis retailers to remain open. Now, I uh, think they should have stayed open, but I believe the churches should have stayed open. And that's the new position I have is, you know, being linked up with the man upstairs. Actually, I believe uh, if you put your faith in the thing that was supposed to have made everything, then, you know, the ultimate jurisdiction would be the creator. Feel me? But that's just my thought. And that's that. So Nevada, shout out to you guys. Let's talk about Stevie Van Zandt, huh? Stevie Van Zandt launches his own cannabis line. Stevie Van Zandt has announced he has launched his own line of cannabis products under the name Little Stevens Underground Apothecary which is kind of cool. Uh, it can only be found in Massachusetts, Holyoke, and Lee. And uh, the U.S. may be the only country in the world that considers health care, both physical and mental, as an afterthought, said Van Zamp. 
Little Stevens Gonge was created to help combat that by issue by focusing on natural holistic remedies. Some will help relax you. Some will help energize you. All will help you take charge of your own wellness, which it sounds like he's never, you know, said anything about it before. We all know that, Van Zant. Uh, Van Zant expresses desire to spread education and decrease disinformation. He uh, thinks we uh, should stop on just criminalization for a plant that not only does a lot of good, but has proven during COVID-19 to be almost as essential as art to people's well-being and quality of life. Meg Sanders, CEO, you don't have to smoke cannabis or even use it to support national legalization. But for those that do use it, little Stephen wanted to be sure to have an approachable, low-THC, high-CBD cannabis that is less about the wreck high and more for people seeking the benefits of cannabis and cannabinoids like high-CBD cannabis on the body and the mind. 10% of all profits from Van Zandt will be given to the National Organization for Cannabis Legalization, otherwise known as NOCAL. Just kidding. Normal. And then let's just jump around in here a little bit. This is from Normal. Societal Impacts of Cannabis Dispensaries and Retailers. So retail cannabis facilities are not positively associated with increased criminality. Uh, This paper studies the effect of uh, legalization on neighborhood crime and documents. Um, Detailed micro-level data from Denver, Colorado. The results imply that an additional dispensary in a neighborhood leads to a reduction of 17 crimes per month per 10,000 residents, which corresponds to roughly 19% decline relative to an average crime rate over the sample period. Um, The results are consistent with theories that predict that cannabis legalization will displace illicit criminal organization and decrease crime. Lastly, there is zero evidence that increased cannabis use itself results in additional crime. So there you go. Our study appears to reinforce the conclusions from other studies that fail to find an increase in crime, like burglary, assault, you know, and taking the money because they have large amounts of cash. Their findings indicate, however, they should be careful in how they regulate the presence of dispensaries while not jumping to the conclusion that dispensaries are clearly crime-generating hotspots. Uh, The findings suggest that it is possible to regulate these markets and find a common ground between safety and access to medical cannabis. By contrast, dispensary closures are associated with increases in crime. So a quick back-of-the-envelope cost calculation using the change in larceny theft of one-third of a mile in crime suggests that an open dispensary provides over $30,000 per year in social benefit in terms of larcenies prevented. So put that in your bongy bong and gurgle. Retail cannabis facilities are associated with rising house values. With each new dispensary, a city adds property values increased by $519. Between April 2017 and 2021, Property values rose $17,000 more in states where recreational cannabis is legal compared to states where it's not. So, I mean, I'm giving you straight facts, and I would read the facts that said, we made a billion dollars in cannabis in Illinois, and look at our problems. Send me that report. Send me those reports. Show me where Massachusetts is going to H-E double, hell, H-E double hockey sticks in a handbasket because they've sold over a billion dollars in product. Show me that. Show me the, show me the numbers. It's not happening because cannabis is just not it's we've made the powers to be for political reasons and gain has made it more significant than it should be. I mean, when you put it in the same class as heroin, of course, you're going to freak people out. And that's why they wanted it there, because you're not going to argue with whether cannabis is bad or not. You're not going to try it if it's in the same, you know, if you lump it with heroin. Who wants their kids trying that? So it's a big fat lie. We need to change it. So anyway, let's see what else we got here. Dispensary clientele tend to be older, value access to specific strains, and tend to require greater quantities of cannabis to treat their therapeutic 
positions, whereas the legislators in North Dakota want you to believe that they'd be selling it to every 13-year-old little pimpled-up punk in Wishick. The prevalence of cannabis dispensaries is not positively associated with increased teen use. Cannabis and retailers are not selling to minors. The products are not being diverted to the underage market. Retail cannabis access is associated with reduced opioid consumption by the general public. So, I mean, I don't know what else more you need to hear about that, y'all. But uh, Can I Talk Indeed with Wilson has come screeching up to the wall of being done. Thank you for checking out another show where I talk about cannabis benefits, cannabis legalization, and just overall general news that I curate new every week for y'all to listen to. I play some music, you know that. Right before me, side stage with Trap, one to three. Right after me, Stinky Arts Music Mart. Radio Madness, Locals on the 8, Black Ring Ritual. Wraps up your Thursday here at KRWF 95.9, LPFM, streaming wherever you is, RadioFreeFargo.org, independent, low-power radio station, just for you guys, no commercials, but uh, we love everybody, we appreciate all the uh, all the support, it's a great radio station, anybody that'll let me talk about cannabis, it's technically illegal in this state, I'm here to change the law, not break the law, and I'm going to keep doing it till it happens, I, uh, I just believe it's a it's just it's just the right thing to do. And uh, again, let's all do the right thing. Let's get the ND for Freedom of Cannabis Act petition signed. And then if the other group gets going, let's get behind them too. This segment of programming on KRWF 95.9 is being underwritten by Discontent Fargo. Discontent Fargo is your high-class counterculture lifestyle store. Discontent Fargo is your high-class counterculture lifestyle store. Discontent is your destination for the smoke and vape culture, providing a dense selection of artist-based, handcrafted glassworks, vapor products, and lifestyle apparel. They do have sugar-free CBD uh, gummies, FYI. Discontent Fargo is located at 512 Broadway in downtown Fargo. Open to 10 to 9 or Monday through Saturday and noon to 7 p.m. on Sundays. For more information, check out Discontent Fargo on Facebook and their Instagram at Discontent Stores. RadioFreeFargo.org, KRFF 95.9. Your station for variety. Orange Records, ND for Freedom of Cannabis Act petition. Get in there and sign it. Tochi Products, ND for Freedom of Cannabis Act petition. Get in there and sign it. And we up to our musical break. And uh, this weather, you're going to probably agree with me. It's burden in my hand weather. Soundgarden. Rest in peace, Chris Cornell. What a voice. Bird in my hand, Soundgarden, down on the upside, 1996, back in a simpler time, the 90s. I love it. Radio Free Fargo, KRWF 95.9 LPFM. That's what you got yourself tuned into. Thank you for tuning in. Right after me, Stinky Arts Music Mart, Radio Free Madness, Radio Madness, Locals on the 8, Black Ring Ritual. I'm Canna Talking D with Wilson. I'm Wilson. Every Thursday, 4 o'clock, I get in here. 420, open a big fat bag of cannabis news. This Thursday's no different. I'll be back in here next Thursday. I'll have my daughter staring at me. Maybe I'll get her to say something. Uh, there's a story that uh, that happened when she was a little kid that involved cannabis, and I'm not sure if she remembers or if she knew what was going on, so I thought it might be interesting to talk to her about that. Um, again, we'll see if she's willing to discuss it because I'd be kind of curious what she thought or if she even remembered. I believe she might have been 10 or 9 or something, and it was a freaky kind of incident where I guess I didn't know that where it was she would get at it. You know what I mean? So it's an interesting story. I'd be interested to see what she thought about that. Again, next Thursday I'll be in here right before me, side stage with Trab, 1 to 3. 
Black Cottage Alchemy is what's sponsoring this show. Black Cottage Alchemy on Facebook. Tochi Products has the body butter, the colloidal silver. There's candles there too. Uh, Odd stands in West Fargo. You can get that stuff there. Again, uh, the body butter is good for everything. Stretch marks, any sort of rashes. Uh, it's got alpine hemp, CBD, locally stuff. There's no pseudomide, glutamide, none of that. You know, you're going to know what's in it. And uh, so we thank them for uh, sponsoring this show. Indy for Freedom of Cannabis Act also has a petition in Tochi Products and Orange Records. So get in there and, uh, you know, support uh, support Black Cottage Alchemy for supporting me and support Tochi for supporting us and supporting them and then support cannabis legalization and sign the petition. And while you're in Orange Records, I believe there might be some bracelets for signing. And so let's get this thing legalized again. Uh, there's word that the other group might be uh, jumping off on something and I'll keep you posted on that as well. Again, if you're in South Dakota, make sure you volunteer. They only got a month to blow that out. So they need all the help they can get. Nebraska's full speed ahead. If you're a Nebraskan, go get that handled. Feel me? Again, Canatalk Indy with Wilson here on uh, Radio Free Fargo, KRFF 95.9. I just wanted to mention Thursday, October 28th, 2021, in the Fish Bowl, a.k.a. the Aquarium, a.k.a. Upstairs, there's going to be a free will uh, donation to Radio Free Fargo. Costumes are encouraged. I would imagine masks might be encouraged, too. I'm trying to read it from uh, far off here. But uh, it looks to me like it's a benefit for us, so please show up. We got radio, uh, let's see, we got Friday Night Frequency Session DJs. We got Star 4, DJ Alphabet, just kidding, DJ KLMNOP, Josh Pata, Andy Lights, and Ick Tomey. Again, it's like taped six feet from a microphone. But again, uh, check out RadioFreeFargo.org or Aquarium fargo.com and they can get more information again thursday october 28th 2021 we're going to be putting on a show upstairs in the aquarium free will donation to krwf costumes encouraged djs come support local radio and local music and we'll see you there again don't forget the record uh the fargo record fair that's october 23rd 11 to 6 fargo brewing hall i'm going to be volunteering so you probably get a chance to check me out because you're going to want to look at this. I am a human specimen to be hold. Again, educate yourself so you can benefit others on the benefits of cannabis. I'm going to be up in here next Thursday. So until then, be good. Go to the New Life Center. Get yourself a sweater. Because man, oh man, is not getting any nicer. So anyway, be good to yourselves. David Allen, Judgment Day. Peace.